Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Sunday Messages. Now, this episode is going to be a lot shorter than my usual episodes. You all know I'm a talker. So if you like this style of episode, let me know and I'll keep doing them. And my intention for this is not every topic is deserving of a 30-minute conversation, but I do get a lot of one-off questions that are interesting. So if you like this style, please let me know. I would appreciate your feedback. But I like the idea of just having these bite-sized topics available for people. Okay, so let's go ahead and dive into this. Yesterday, I was asked by a friend of mine if I believe humans are designed for monogamy. And I asked, I said, can you be a little bit more specific about that question? Because it's not a straightforward answer, because it's not a direct question. And there's a lot of different ways that you can interpret that question, too. So on one hand, when we're looking at monogamy, one perception is you are only supposed to be sleeping with one person or sexually involved with one person for the entirety of your life. So that is obviously a really extreme take, and you see that in certain religions and things like that, but that is kind of an extreme take. However, it depends which period in history you're looking at, if you even want to consider history at all. So let, let's say modern monogamy in those terms, like there is only one sexual partner you should ever have in your whole entire life, and that's how humans are meant to be, that is obviously not true because most humans are not having that type of experience. That's just not the commonplace experience. So we can say that that's not a modern expression or adaptation of monogamy. So if we're looking at it from that standpoint, no, monogamy does not make sense from a singular sexual partner perspective. Now, if you go way, way, way back in time and people are out in battle. There's a whole bunch of natural factors that are killing people. You know, there's a there's modern medicines that haven't been created and you can die of infection really quickly. Now, if you are entertaining the idea of monogamy and your lover dies, but you still have a biological imperative to have kids, you're going to find another partner. That's just how else would humans have survived if monogamy was the only way? Now, inversely, the opposite can also be true because then you can pendulum swing into sexual disease. If syphilis is killing everyone, if sexual disease is running rampant throughout the city, then monogamy is actually protective then it makes sense. Then it's a sexual safety mechanism that you can start implementing in order to maintain your biological safety. So in that sense, sexual exclusivity does have utility. And one could argue that's still true to this day. There is something to be said about monogamy in the sense of sexual intimacy, trust, safety, security, so on and so forth. However, it's once again not exactly a modern expression from the extreme degree, like the 
you quote unquote should only have one partner per lifetime. That's really, really extreme and outdated. So the same thing goes for partnerships. So I'm sure you know polyamory versus monogamy. This is more of a modern conversation being had. Is it people are meant, which that word really doesn't apply because every human is going to have and experience different desires. So there's nothing that humans are universally meant for from a rules and boundaries standpoint that doesn't apply at any point in these conversations. So the conversation about polyamory is pretty complicated because everyone does it differently. There is no single structure for polyamorous relationships. It's all dependent on how you do it in your unique relationship. And it's all dependent on the rules and boundaries or lack thereof that you have within the different relationships and dynamics that you have going on. So the simple answer to clear all of this up is there is no right answer and there is no singular way to do things. One of the arguments that I don't like is from a strictly biological perspective, what humans should, I'm doing air quotes, should be doing now. That to me is really short-sighted. It doesn't take the full scope into consideration and it also doesn't consider that we're now living in a time and space where we can live based on desire, where that was not always available to us historically. So looking back and, and taking things from a strictly evolutionary standpoint and trying to shoehorn modern times into that now, I just don't think that a strict biological perspective accommodates enough of human diversity to really look at it from that standpoint. It doesn't, it, it doesn't make sense now. You can look back on things and and look at those different points in history where different things emerged for different reasons. But I do know that there's a lot of people who will like read sex at dawn and be like, oh my god, nobody is meant to be monogamous. That's way too extreme. And at the same time, it doesn't account for what are the real benefits to a two-person partnership. Because to say that there is not an advantage to that is also missing a huge piece. If there was no advantage to a two-person partnership, they wouldn't be so common. If it didn't work, if it wasn't effective, if, if there wasn't something to that, then they simply wouldn't exist. They would have phased out a long time ago. So I don't buy into the idea that humans aren't meant, again, that word doesn't even work here, but that they're not meant to be monogamous. I just don't think that that question in particular is worthwhile because the answer at the end of the day is there's going to be different humans that come to different conclusions and therefore have different desires about what does and does not work for them. And relationship experiences are not going to be any different. For myself personally, when I think about maintaining more than one romantic partnership, that sounds absolutely exhausting. I am tired and triggered enough in relationships. I don't need to double the dose of that. 
Now, if I were in a different situation, if there were, you know, maybe a huge discrepancy in sexual needs or um, time needs or geography needs, then something like polyamory totally has a function, right? There are ways that we have different tools. Ah, here's a way you can look at it. The structure of your relationship is a tool, And different tools are used to achieve different things. So this has nothing to do with what are humans meant for. It has everything to do with what type of relationship structure is most beneficial and pleasurable to you and the demands of your life, let's say. That is so highly nuanced, there is not going to be a clear-cut answer. So in summary, there's no right or wrong There's different strokes for different folks, and that's a wrap.